How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Wake up! Wake up! Mike Mulligan. I like the villain. I like the villain in this game. I, I tell you what, and I'm not joking. I appreciate it, Niners Nation. We're here. Oh, Niners! Niners fans, he's calling you out! Obviously, the guy is a ton of dope. I love the idea of saying, hey, we are here for one reason, and that is to win a Super Bowl. And if you want to party, I'll bring everyone back, and you can bring your loved ones, and we'll have a party. Why doesn't Purdy do that? David Hoff. Oh, That's oh, no, the difference between Mr. Irrelevant and Mr. Irreplaceable. Do I think it's time to pick a new nickname? I'm okay with Mr. Irrelevant. It's all good. I sense that he has used that, but I got to think that you're right. The fire within, it's lit by the fact that he was called, he was drafted last. And he's constantly reminded that he was drafted last. Start your mornings with Mully and Haw, 5.30 till 10 a.m. on 6.70 The Score. I love you guys. I listen to you guys every day when I drive into work. Let's go. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 6.70 The Score. We've got our guy, Marshall Harris. He is uh, the sports program boss over at CBS. He's on TV all the time. The guy's got a busier schedule than anybody I've ever heard of, Marshall. Thank you for taking some time to uh, hang with us this morning. The important part is I'm never too busy to wake up and come hang out with you guys. Oh, no, I really am not. It, you, you call him here, yeah. whatever you need. I, I hope. Uh, I love it. I hope David Haw's uh, feeling, feeling yes. all right and uh, feeling better and back at it soon, but happy to be here with you. And it's, it's a beautiful morning. Uh, the trade deadline's less than what oh, 36 hours away. The we, NBA we got trade deadline. I'm getting very excited for no reason because probably nothing's going to happen. I don't even. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I'm watching the Bulls last night, and I'm and I'm sitting there and I'm thinking like, huh, you know, should they trade tomorrow? Do I want Andre Drummond? On the, and then they're all playing, and I'm thinking, well, if they're playing and not trading anybody, don't you kind of do the baseball thing where you? I just got to. He's got a knee. We're going to give him a little rest. Don't you try to give people a chance to not get hurt? Well, Molly, you're looking at this all wrong. You've right. got to look Always at it. Am. You've got to pretend that you are the vice president of basketball operations, Arturis Karnasovas, and understand you're thinking big picture. Right. He's thinking a slightly smaller picture. He's like, we can get to the playoffs this year. Yeah, we've got to improve our number yeah. nine standing in the Eastern Conference. That's it. They can get to the play-in. I feel, but you like can win in the play-in and then be in the you? playoffs. Well, I guess I guess the Heat had a nice run last year. Right? Yeah, they had. They, you know what? That he's taking. The Bulls. Trust me on this. He's yeah. taking every example and using it to say, "See, we're right there, guys. We're I, right there." I just think ultimately, 
and that I think anyone who follows this team feels in their heart. And, and listen, Kobe White had a sensational game. I thought Drummond played great. They they had a very fun, entertaining game. It's a pity that you got to go down twenty three before you get the comeback. But winning in overtime last night against a really good Minnesota Timberwolves team. How many times have you said that? Um, that team's good. And to come back and beat them in overtime, it's great. You can't let that impact you in any way. What? Because the way that you built this team is so flawed that when you get to that trade deadline, and I get it, you don't want, well, we don't want to lose him. Well, he's actually playing well. You only end up trading guys that are wanted by other teams. You can't trade bottom of the roster guys because it doesn't work for your cap. That's just the reality of life. But my God, they are poorly constructed. And that was a great game. What's what's crazy is they are poorly constructed from an overall looking at the rest of the league standpoint. Yes. They are a terrible matchup for the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves because the Timberwolves think they can bully you Dominate yes. on the glass. And Billy Donovan said, you know what? We got two big guys, too. Right. Starting Andre Drummond, e- easiest decision he's ever made. It, it was tailor-made for him. And those are the two guys in, in right. Vucevic and Drummond. Yep. Uh, because, you know, Vuce played kind of the role of a stretch four, stretch five with Drummond down there. Right. And they neutralized Rudy Gobert. And, and they neutralized Carl Anthony Towns. Well, they scored whatever, but they, they, they were blocking shots all night long. The Bulls that they were fantastic blocking shots. Who was it? Who blocked the shot on the corner? Was it um, Tory Craig who had a big yes. block? At yeah, the that end was Craig. Of, see, yeah, and I he mean, gets hurt at the end of the game. Now, yes. if you were thinking oh, about trading him, right? Uh, but I, I think you know, ultimately, Marshall, if you do decide to make a move, doesn't it kind of have to be Demar Derozan? Like, if you're trading anyone. And I'm not sure what his value is, but you could do him a solid and put him on a team that might be relevant at the end of the year. And we know we know that DeMar DeRozan's contract's running out. That, I'm just saying, if you want him back, maybe you get him in free agency. But as a, as a trade player, and I don't think that usually happens, but it did happen. Uh, the Cubs got a, a dose of that at one point. Uh, while winning a super, uh, World Series, so who cares? But um, I would I would try to trade him for something and then even double back and sign. I just think you got to find some kind of wait, value wait, for wait, wait. something. I you just told me the wait. You just told me the roster was flawed, right? It is flawed. Okay, okay, okay. So I'm trading a guy. Why that, are you talking about bringing back a 35 year old Demar Derozan? I'm I because I'm, that's going to be I, a multi year deal. The only reason I'm saying it is if they come to the conclusion that they realize we're not going to trade them because we want them back, my advice to them would be, hey, why don't you trade them and then you can get them back. Listen, he's kind of at the end, and I really like DeMar DeRozan. It's it's not that he's at the end. That's not the part. He could still be – the man hit 17 of 18 free throws last night. Oh, I know. So he he, he still has a lot of value. But here's the thing with DeMar DeRozan. If you bring him back, you're saying we're still running it back. Well, that's the problem. you know, you can and only hit why, your head against the wall yeah, so many times. That, that's why I want them to do something. I, I'm not sure we're going to see Zach Levine in a Bulls uniform ever again. He's he's obviously 
it's almost like he's decided to take a voluntary surgery over rehab and return because he doesn't want to be here and everyone knows it. And he's getting himself ready for his next team. That That's how that thing feels. So whether, whether you want to run it back, I don't think anybody wants to have it run back. It's been... Well, well I, I know one guy. Been like a, it's just been a, a circle of watching the same show. Who's one guy? I, I, his name is Arturis Karnasovas, and he's in charge. He's, he's in char- The plan has always been re-sign Vooch. The plan has always been re-sign DeMar. And until yeah. someone steps in and says, that's not what we're going to do, you're literally just watching the same movie over and over. Oh, so and your eyes might not be bleeding, but they don't feel great. It, it's so true, Marshall. I you know, unfortunately, and I hate to say this because I hope Lonzo Ball, you know, has like a normal life, can play with his kids and walk around and on. I saw him at the gym missing threes on the tape that I saw, but they had him in the corner. <laughs> and I'm looking at this and I'm like, really? Like, why is he back? He's still on the team technically. He's still, I he'll, he's still working back to come back next year. What, what's more likely? Back. You see Lonzo Ball step on the court? In a Bulls game, or you see Zach Levine that step is, on the court for no, a Bulls an, game. There is what is more likely? Question. I think I think it's. I'll take answer C, which is neither of the two. That's that's what you I, want. I, I don't I, I believe. Just ask what's more. But but I, it's a great question because in the back of your mind you wonder, do they want to try to run it back with Lonzo Ball? Like that worked really well for whatever thirty games plus that Half they had season. the whole group, and. Then you've never seen it again. I, I, they have this image in their minds. Are they really hoping, to, like, the, even if they came back, and even if they were, you know, remotely healthy, it's like three years after you wanted that to happen. The, you know, Demar's father time is ticking, man. All these guys are three years old. It's not like there's a bunch of guys in their prime. That are, oh, we're going to watch. These guys are in the prime, but the younger guy, it's all going to grow to get. No, none of that is that. There's none of that possible. I can't imagine a scenario in which they could run it back again. I just can't. I love how you can't imagine it, but I, but it's been laid out you, before you. You feel like it's there. I've seen it. I Last yeah. offseason, I said, what, what are we doing? What are we doing? They said, our priority is. Is re-signing Nikola Vucevic, which is crazy, and and they and they did it. I know. And you have to ask, who were they outbidding when they gave him that contract? Well, there's a good who were they bidding against? And so the same question this offseason: Who are you bidding against if you're going to give a multi-year deal to Demar Derozan? Who are you bidding against? Well, I I'm I all I I don't want them to re-sign Demar. I'm just if we did a little mental trick to get them to make the trade, we could say, hey. And that team you imagined, it's still out there. You could still like use that as an incentive for them to perhaps trade. I just don't know what you – does DeMar want to be here? If I were him, I'd want out. I, if I, I think DeMar him, wants his coins. Yeah, well, I, that's And fair. the Bulls have said, yeah. we will give you coins. Yeah, and he's a, he's a decent guy. I mean, I, we talked about it. He goes out. He meets the public. He went with Kobe to – to train some kids. I know everybody sneers at that, and that is stupid. I don't sneer at that. But I'm saying I think that he's the kind of person that's willing to do that kind of stuff. He do, he loves the game. He loves being with people. He's, a, he's like a genuinely good guy. But I think he's at the end of it. And I think he needs to kind of – I think he's at the end of his Bulls career a 
Put it that way. Yeah, I think he has plenty of good years left. Uh, LeBron taught me that you can play longer than you have been before. He's only he's only 34 years old. He's 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 still valuable because he can still do certain things. Right. He's probably the third, fourth best team on a on a title contender, or yeah. I'm sorry, third, fourth best player on a right. title contender. But he could be like he could be an unbelievable super sub. You know, he could come off the bench and microwave it and run run a time. second unit. A- absolutely, yes. all, all of those things. Sure. I I I just think right now we just have to say, hey, that was a fun game to watch last night. Let's all fun. hold our breath and see what happens and see what team is on the court come Thursday night when they're on the road. I forget who they're playing, but. Yeah, it's it's a fun, meaningless win. It's not. No, no, no. It's not. Here's. I'll tell you why it's not meaningless. Because they're in ninth place. And they no, to stay there. Because you do have one great contract on your team, and that's the three-year, thirty-six million dollar deal of one Kobe White. Kobe. And, Kobe and if he game. continues to play the way he's played the yep. last 20, 30 games, yes, you have a building block for the future. So it is a rebuild, but you still have someone who can put. Um, rears, rear ends in the seats, if you will, at the United Center. He he is, when when he gets uh, going, as the English would say, all hotted up, he is extraordinary. Is that what the English say? Because I've never heard that he before. He got hotted up. Okay. You know, that means that his game, all of a sudden, oh, he's all hotted up. Like, he, that means he's on the I'm go. more of an NBA jam guy. Yeah. He's yeah. heating up. He's on fire. <laughs> These are the, the phrases that stick with me. Marv Albert taught me some things back in the day. Sure. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I hear you. I just... You know, he's a bright spot. He's a a, a, a really strong contender for they, comeback player of the year. For miss, or sorry, most improved player of the year. Oh, I I totally agree. And they missed their first nine threes, and then he was one of seven in the first half. Oh, I know. He had three points at I, halftime. I, it was painful. And finished with thirty three. Yeah, and and he had no threes. And then and then they ended up knocking down their three. It was fun to watch. But and when he gets th- what he what he hit six threes. Seven threes in the in the second half. Seven in the second half, but I, he hit he hit like three of them in a row, and he hit them from different spots, and it was all net. It wasn't like yeah, it wasn't like he was hit. Oh, the and they weren't they hit. weren't like foot oh. close to the line. Was that no. a two or a three? Oh, we're talking oh about guy. He took five one. six feet back. I think Chuck said it was from Waukegan. It was Kobe like topside deep three. Bam! Oh my goodness, that shot was taken from Waukegan. On cue, you know what? Working, with the, good. working with the best producers Brandon's in the game. That's that's that's, that's, that's right. a nice that's a nice feeling right there when you when they got it ready for you. I felt like you know when you think about the court and the way it's. I thought there was more from the lakefront, but who am I <laughs> to question Chuck? Uh, it was a very funny line. I, I'll say this: uh, Why is Waukegan a funny word? I was thinking about it. Like, oh, that was a good one. Like, if you said he hit it from buffalo grove or oh we hit that one from tinley park i don't think it would have the same arlington heights doesn't have the same no 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 that is important to me Uh, i loved waukegan all i'll say is this like the the game was fun to watch yeah um you know it's not like they're they're ever going to have problems getting people to show up because we live in a city a a, a metropolitan area of three million plus people there's only so many seats in the united center they could fill it up it's just is the product going to be well, worth watching. I mean, listen, the product has gotten so much better since what was it, the four and fifteen start to the season. I, I remember at the beginning of the year we had talked about how the first twenty games were going to be important because they had a lot of difficult games in the first twenty games, and they went like five and fourteen, and it was just so awful. And then you know, once 
for whatever reason, once they were without Zach Levine, that's when the season turned around. And that's when Kobe kind of came into his own. I, I think it's extraordinary. Kobe's always been a great scorer. I mean, he was like the North Carolina schoolboy scoring leader or something. But what's extraordinary is when you see a guy's confidence grow and you see him capable of that game that he had last night, of being able to overcome a bad shooting night, and all of a sudden, you I mean, he couldn't miss a three. He was just knocking down shots, and it's awesome to watch a guy do that. I, I think the biggest thing for me is you, you realize – the struggles he's been through and trying to get on track. Yeah. And he was always defer, defer, defer because you're playing with this big four. Yeah. Like when you had Lonzo Ball. Right. Obviously, you've got Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, Nikola Vucevic. So he wasn't considering himself to be a primary option. Once right. Levine goes out, right. he has to step up. No, you're right. And it wasn't just him. It was also Patrick Williams. He stepped up his game as well. But Kobe just took it to a, a whole other level. And he said the guys were asking him to like be more vocal to do more, and he said, okay, I'll do more, and he's having a phenomenal season. Oh, he's playing great basketball. On on both ends of the floor, too. Also playing Playing a lot better on defense. Yes. But, but, I mean, did you know that was coming? Did you know that, oh, Kobe, wait till you see him this year. They're going to – I know they gave him a contract to keep him, so they they like something about him, and I know that he had been – running the point really for the first time last year. And so they saw some growth with that. But I don't know, man. I, I, you know, Zach Levine was the guy that was playing on the U.S. national team. He made a couple of, uh, of uh, all-star games. You thought that, that he was going to – we thought last year in the play-in he had that game, and we thought that's the – Right there. That's the passing of the torch. Now he's the bull star and DeMar. And then the next game, he's pretty bad and DeMar takes over. I just remember that that was the moment. And now he doesn't even want to be here. And he's trying to make sure he's healthy for his next team. And the Bulls are paying him a max contract. The problem with Zach is he's a phenomenal basketball player. Right. But he's not the playmaker that Kobe White is. And because of that, the ball moves so much more. Right. When Kobe is playing point guard and Zach is not on the floor. Now, Zach, when he came back for that little bitty stint, when he was healthy, he played a little bit more like that, but the volume of scoring went down. Right. Kobe's still scoring, but also playmaking, and the ball looks it looks more like the well, Warriors it's or the, the Kings yeah, it's than the, it does it, the Bulls that you watched at the first 19 games of the well, season. And that's it they talked about how they were going to play, uh-huh. and then they couldn't play that way, and they had the team meeting. Oh, no, it wasn't a team meeting. Well, the guys wanted to talk after the opener, and you just thought, oh, this is going to be a bad year. And then Zach Levine goes down. And whether that's fair or not, the reality is they started playing the kind of basketball they claimed they were going to play well, all along. Th- th- but, Mully, that's the, the whole thing. Right. It's not something new. They've been talking about this since last season, what they were trying to do, what they were going to do. If you remember, they went down to Nashville, got away from it all. Oh, yeah. Let's go to Belmont University and talk about it. This is how we're going to play. We're all on the same page. And then the season starts, we revert back to old habits and Zach Levine was a large part of that. Not just Levine, though. DeMar DeRozan, too. It was like, oh, yeah. you know, the, the yeah. your turn, my turn. Right. I sew it up. Oh, it's awful. Like, I was like, oh, 
Carmelo Anthony was on the coaching staff teaching these guys how to do this. Oh, God. That's, that's, that's what it reminded that, me of. Yeah, that's a very damning comment. But it, there's, you're absolutely right. It just wasn't. So now they're playing more the style they want because Zach's out. Patrick Williams actually kind of turned things around a little bit for himself. Now he's out. He's been out for a while, and he's not coming back right, real soon. I, I got no problem with them trading anybody. I, I mean, I really – I love a guy who leads the league in floor burns and Alex Caruso. He could help a team win. He could go into a situation and, and vie for a championship, and he could be a missing piece for a team. So trade him. If, if a know? team wants to give up a first-round pick for Alex Caruso, that's not going to be a high first-round pick, no. obviously, because that team is contending right. and is going to be a playoff right. team. But you cannot – you cannot say no. Well, especially when you don't have a ton of assets yourself. They still have who, – who do they owe that – in 2025, they owe a first-round pick, I think, to San Antonio. So it's top 10 protected. But I don't know how good you feel I, I think they might. That. I think they might be a top 10 pick the way things are going. Well, so, uh, it, that protection will kick in. Especially if, if they do what we want, right? So there is that out there. But it's, it was a fun game. Last night, they ended up winning it, and that was cool. And, again. Also, me, Anthony meaning, Edwards is unstoppable. Oh, he's a great player, man. That's a good team. That is a really nice – I like their collection of players. God, they're so big. They're so long. Oh I was about to God, tell you, yeah. Jade McDaniels, Nas Reed. Like, the All other guys them. are very – They're just – it's – it's <sighs> you, you if you're not 6'10", 6'10", Nine, don't even come to the game. And that's why the Bulls were such a terrible matchup for yeah. them because they had Vooch yeah. and Dr- Drummond went with 16 and 16. And Drummond you know, is a giant. He, he, he looks like he's one. so quick on defense. Yeah, he's good. They're like, even though his eye hand coordination isn't quite what you want from a big man, he's, he's good enough to make some things happen. I mean, he is a player from a different era, right? I mean, if had he been around 10, well, really 20 years ago, he might have had an unbelievable career. But because of the changing of the game, I'm not sure he fits in. It's because he can't shoot. It's just because he can't but, shoot. I mean, he can help a team. I, I um, so I trade him too. Yes, everybody's out. Yeah, I hate to say it, but anything, anything to change. I would, I would, I, I mean, I might even make a trade to make a trade. I, I just think do something. Nobody wants to, and they actually, like I said, they were entertaining. They're they're a clutch team, which I did not know. And we'll talk about that too. There's a lot to get into with them, but I, I, I you know, it's weird because it's Super Bowl week, so the focus is on the big game on Sunday, and the focus is on, you know, how how are these teams built, and we're picking apart every personality, and right. you're looking at it, and you're like, could the Bears ever be in that situation, and do you need the quarterback? Do you need all the talent? It's almost like they're. The, the Super Bowl, the two teams in it, are two different ways to build a champion. And the and the Bears have this opportunity. But the Bulls, it's like after Thursday, I don't know. I don't know that we're going to be watching or talking much about them, depending on what happens. I mean, I think they're still going to be in contention. I, I was looking at the standings, and from a playing contention state, they're, they're going to just be there. Again. Because, again, I always tell people. We're, we're, we're cheering for the play-in game. The, well, the, the beautiful thing about the NBA now with the play-in tournament um, the goal isn't to be, you know, one of the eight best teams in the conference anymore. Just don't be one of the worst five teams. That's yeah. all you have to do, and you get to play another day. Uh, it's it's been it's been a frustrating year. It was a great game. 
Um, and Carlos Boozer was on the broadcast at one point. I mean, what can you say? Yeah, and he so had something covering his head, so we didn't get like you know anything on top see, of his head. We didn't say the paint exactly. <laughs> I, I thought it was a, I, thought, I thought that was a brilliant move by Booze to just say, uh, you know what, I'm yeah. going with he- headgear today. No one's going to say anything about the top of my head. That that was one of the weirdest things I've ever seen when he spray painted. You'll never head. forget it. No, I'll never forget it. Yeah, his it barber was, needs to be. Yeah, <sighs> it's like tarred and feathered. Yeah, that was one of the weirdest and. It was one of the. I worked with a guy back at the Sun Times years ago. I just remember like going down to like the vending machine area, and the guy he worked in a different department than me. Obviously, I was in sports, and he he's standing there and he, and he spray painted his head. Had like a bad and you can ball see spot. it. You can see well, it. Well, it's just I you know as you're looking at it, you're wondering, what, it, like, is that supposed to be an optical illusion? From a distance, like I don't think if you're anywhere near it, you can see the spray. I hope he was like married or had a girlfriend. Or, I don't or, like because that's because because, because let me just tell you something. Yeah, the number of women who have told me how awful that looks, and I'm like, why do guys keep doing it? Then yeah, I don't know. I, I don't understand. But 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 many men do it. Spray paint their head. Yeah. All right. I think I think that you know if you look good. With 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 a shaved head. Hey, you ain't got to tell me and twice. You look beautiful. <laughs> I appreciate um, that. It's true. I think that that's a great look. I wonder do do women prefer like you know what you ought to do is like try a comb over. What? Like do they like that? I can't imagine. If you were if you were hunting for a mate, <laughs> would it be really a good thing to do to disguise how you look <laughs> in order to? Impress them. I just, I, I, I can't relate. No. That's all I'm going to say on that. I, I can't relate. You're never going to do that. All right. We've got the, uh, the pick six next. We're going to pick apart all the stories of the day, and we'll, uh, we'll do that real soon here. Uh, looking forward to it. There's so much good stuff going on. It's Mully and Hall. We've got Marshall Harris this, Harris this morning on Chicago Sports Radio 6, 7 News. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage 
to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. It's Pick 6 with Molly and Haw where we debate the top six sports stories of the day and then open it up to you, the Chicago sports fan. Call us at 312-644-6767 or you can tweet your thoughts at Mully Haw. Pick six with Mully and Haw starts now. All right, guys, as we contemplate the Bears quarterback quandary and chew fingernails over Caleb Williams' desire to play in town, How great would it be if Justin Fields were to suddenly demand a trade? It's probably not in his nature, but do you believe he's getting exhausted by his role in this process? I I think it was Joe Fortenbaugh suggested this one that I heard yesterday, and I had never considered it. I just, I mean, you just think of Justin Fields. Well, he's the good soldier. He's going to go along with whatever they decide to do. That guy, I mean, think about the situation he's in where it didn't matter how well he played, he couldn't control whether or not Carolina was awful and going to give the Bears the number one overall pick. So he starts playing better, and all of a sudden, they don't have a top five pick. They got a nine pick for themselves. Now, I thought he played well at the end of the year. I, You know how I feel. I feel like they need to upgrade the position. If you get an opportunity to use the first overall pick, you take the guy that people have been waiting years for, and that's what you're supposed to do. So I have no problem with it. I understand everyone wants the trade. Then we talk about the pick and how you would trade it and what you would give him, and you still have to get a quarterback later in the draft, but he could slot in behind Justin, so you never have to pay him all that money that's out there in a couple years. He's still on a $6 million contract next year, and then I think it's $22 million for the last year if you you have a franchise. You're not going to franchise. But just this idea that he's just sitting there waiting for all this to happen around him. What if he suddenly said, you know what? I'm done. I want out of here. I don't want to be. What if he was the guy instead of Caleb Williams that I don't want to play for you. I don't like 1940s championships. I don't care about your history. I don't even know the words to the fight song. That would be. Something I had never thought of. I know he's not going to do it. I know this is theoretical. But I think we need to remember the position this guy is in. It's a great point. And this got me thinking to something that you're 
pre- and post-game show partner Olin Krutz said in a regular here on the station. And I don't remember if he said it pre or post or with us or with Parkinson Spiegel, but at one point, I believe Olin Krutz brought this up in the middle of the season, saying maybe it's in Justin Fields' best interest for his longevity in the NFL to not want to be a Bear, to want to get out of town. And so, very interesting, right? I mean, this is this is something to talk about. And again, like I've said, in, in we laughed, and I understand why. We gave Count Chocula, you know, the 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 you know big haired guy over on the four letter network that picks the draft that said that the Bears could get a first round pick for Justin Fields. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying they could get a high one, but all of a sudden today, all over the internet's, you've got the chairman of the Steelers talking about how they need a quarterback right. that maybe they're not satisfied. And could you see Justin Fee- like he would be a great fit out there in Pittsburgh. You know, you know, blue collar kid works his tail off with Tomlin in that kind of run first offense, hard hitting, gritty. Like he would be per- with would the Steelers instead of trading up just trade that pick AFC to, team. to get that guy in AFC team. So, you know, last week's theme of the show, anything is possible. Well, you know what? I always hearken the words of the uh, <clears throat> young and excited Kevin Garnett. So I'm going to go go with you with the anything is possible part. I'll say this. Justin Fields demanding a trade. I can't see it. No. But, but I do believe uh, Olin Cruz was onto something. I, I think Justin Fields is probably itching to get into an opportunity where people aren't looking at him as, oh, just an option, where he can be the focus and everything's going to be put to him to lead the team. I think that's one of the things that Fields is looking forward to is just having this be over, whichever way it goes. And I think he understands that it's a possibility he gets traded. So I think, I really think that it pains me to say this, but I think he's going to get traded and he's going to thrive, and when I say thrive, he's going to be play better as a member of whatever team than he did as a, ever did as a Chicago Bear. I think that's the bottom line here. So is he going to ask for a trade? Probably not. But if he did, I would be surprised, and it really wouldn't mean anything because he was going to get traded anyway. Molly, it's a, a fantastic question. That is the voice of Dan Weeder. He's here with the guys at 725 this morning. Do you believe Super Bowl Swifty 8 may be known as the Yak game with the Niners first in the NFL in yards after catch, also known as Yak during the season at 6.4 yards, and the Chiefs second at 6.16 yards? Could this be the most important stat of the game? Who wins the Yak stat? I don't know if it's the most important stat of the game. I still think that comes down to turnovers because, yes. you know, with, with Brock Purdy especially, we've seen, like, if he turns the ball over, you got a good chance to, to make something happen. And Patrick Mahomes has been less likely to turn the ball over ever since we got to the postseason portion of the, the program. Mm. Uh, Yak, I, I think it's important, though. And I tell you what, one thing the 49ers do better than anybody else is get yards after the ball. And here's why I think they will out-yak the Chiefs. Them boys be hunting on defense. When you talk about the Niners, they're second-level players, third-level players. Like the, the linebackers and the defensive backs, they get after it. We've seen that for years now. Um, I, I really think that with Debo Samuel, with Christian McCaffrey out of the backfield, George Kittle, kind of a you've got Kelsey, we've got Kittle. 
I don't trust the receivers of Kansas City like I trust the offensive weapons that Brock Purdy has at his disposal. Let me tell you something. If we flipped quarterbacks with offensive weapons, this game would be a rout. Because that's how good the offensive weapons are for the Niners. Big game coverage on the score presented by Solo Stove. Feel the heat of the world's most popular smokeless fire pit, solostove.com. This is a really interesting stat, and it could be a huge part of the game. But, you know, Marshall, you're right. I mean, the two stats that will matter the most are the turnover battle and then who has the most points when the clock strikes zero, right? <laughs> yes. I mean, a little bit of something. But this this is interesting. Um, and surprisingly, there's more talk about the Chief, how well the Chiefs' defense has been playing hmm. and about how the 49ers' defense needs to step up after not playing great. Now, they, they've played well enough to get to this point but not as great as they had played all season long and not as great as they're known for. And if you, if you watch those games over again like we do, I mean, I don't know that everybody out there listening right now has that opportunity, has that time built in their day, but I've re-watched these playoff games. I mean, there are things that if I see it on tape, I guarantee Andy Reid, even the former coach of the Bears, Matt Nagy, sees it. Okay, there are things you can attack on this 49ers defense, and I think that could be a big part of it on Sunday. I well, I love this. This is the DJ Moore impact, right? It's it's not just being able to catch everything thrown to you, it's being able to run after catch and you know, you think about the the weaponry that they have in San Francisco and you know, Brandon Ayuk, he can let a ball bounce off your uh helmet and catch it and get an extra 5 yards by extending He's a great yak guy. George Kittle, if you watch him play, I don't know how if he's healthy. I thought he was hurt in the last game. They didn't use him at all. He can catch the ball and run after it. Um, I, I think that Debo Samuel is one of the great offensive weapons in this league. Christian McCaffrey might be the best offensive weapon in the league. He can do everything. He can run the ball, and he can catch the ball, and he can run after it. But I was surprised to, to read, and I did not know this. I didn't realize it as the season was going on. Rasheed Rice led the NFL with 654 yards after the catch. Like, that, that's more than anyone else in the league. I, I, that blew my mind. I did not realize that that was happening. So there's another guy. I mean, you're absolutely right. Turnovers tell the story. Yeah, it's important, too. I'll go ahead and ask me whatever you want to ask me, and I'll answer whatever I feel like. Do you see Bobby Witt Jr., do you like seeing this, that he signed $208 million deal with the Royals, reminding you that not only two MLB teams have never given out a deal worth $100 million, that's the A's and the White Sox. Given the A's move to Vegas, maybe, and the Sox owners joking about paying Shohei Otani. Look, we're not going to be in an Otani race, I'll tell you that right now. I'll give you... <laughs> <laughs> Will the White Sox be the oh, last team Wait. to break that imaginary <laughs> glass ceiling? Oh, my God. You want to talk about triggering questions. This is one of them. Yeah, the, the Royals, the team the Sox seem to look up to most, they signed Bobby Witt to almost a $300 million contract. They had never done that before. They'd never gotten to, to $100 million. The Sox obviously have never given out a $100 million contract. Oakland, 
worst team in the league, and and I I'm amused by you're you're referring to the mayor of Las Vegas who came out and basically tried to shoot down the idea that the the traffic is they're tearing down the Tropicana for the ballpark. Is that what it is? Right. She she and wants she, baseball. She just doesn't want the A's. <laughs> well, she doesn't like the site, and she's worried about parking and. And she's talking. The A's are there, and they're going to stay there, and they're building the building there, and and that is going to happen. My question is: once they they are solidified in Vegas, and the money starts rolling in, that wasn't in Oakland, are they going to spend a hundred million? I think they'll they'll spend a hundred million dollar contract before the White Sox. I think the White Sox, because there's also really no one to give an 11-year, $288 million deal to. They don't have anybody. that You know, they got a great player in Luis Robert, but he's under contract, and I don't think the Sox are going to volunteer. Ah, oh, you, you know, we'll make you a $100 million man. Um, I don't think it matters with that. The only guy would be Colson Montgomery. He would need a year in the big leagues. You know, he would need to bobby with the thing before they'd pay him, so I don't know. When we're going to see him, I imagine we'll see him this year. It seems like they brought in some guys to give him cover before Colson Montgomery is here. I think that 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 the most chilling thing is Jerry joking about, oh, the best player in baseball is available. Ha, ha, ha. He's coming to the (laughs) south side. Oh, my God, that's just terrifying and horrible. Well, speaking of Colson Montgomery and now speaking of the chairman, do you think privately – he hopes that he's as good as Bobby Witt Jr. At, at the very least. That if he's that good, do you think he would want to pay the guy? You know what I mean? Like, or do you do you, do you, do you think deep down? Because you're right. Like right now on the the 40 man roster of the White Sox, and this is again, I'm preface this is not a Cubs White Sox thing. Right now on the White Sox <laughs> roster, I have to do that though, or otherwise, oh, you hate the White Sox. There's not a guy to pay that kind of money to based on the contract that Luis Robert has. So there just isn't a guy on the roster to pay that kind of money to right now. Nobody. Not even Dylan Cease. Not, not even Dylan Cease, who they're, who they're going to eventually lose. But you wouldn't pay him $188 million. Well, they're not going to pay. They already, they already said they're not going right. to pay him. But I'm saying maybe privately he hopes that one day Montgomery is worth that kind of investment. And I think all White Sox fans hope that he's good enough that warrant this. But how crazy is it that... The Royals, have, and this was before the Bobby Witt Jr., have spent more money this offseason than anybody else. And does it have anything to do with Patrick Mahomes' minor ownership? Like, it, seriously, like, is his, like, drive he, to be a winner and his money being invested in that team pushing them to spend more and do more? If he wins the Super Bowl, Mahomes is going to take the Royals to Vegas. He's going to take them back to Vegas, too. party, too. Wow. <laughs> I mean, that, that's one way to look at it. Look, the, the Vegas thing, I was shocked by what the mayor was talking about. Like, all of a sudden, you knew what it was. Yeah. And I know they're mad in Las Vegas because we don't know what the stadium's going to look like, how it's going to be jammed into the strip. I get all of that. But let me tell you something. They, they, they're going to Vegas. And when they get there, they're spending money. And it's going to be the number one place people want to go check out a brand-new state-of-the-art stadium, spend money, gamble, all that. And it's a perfect, like, trip especially in the like early part of the season, you know, and if they can get October baseball when it's a little cooler outside. You get blackjack, they give you two tickets to the yeah, game. It, it, like, listen, <laughs> it's going to be great. 
There'll be a little special up up at the top. A little, you know, place a five dollar bet here. Yeah. If your three card poker hand beats the dealers, that's two tickets. And, and, game. And, and so you have conversely Jerry Reinsdorf joking about Shohei Otani. Listen, he's joking because he understands that everybody's looking at his team as a joke right now. That is universal. No one in baseball is looking at the White Sox as anything but a joke right now. That includes White Sox fans, White Sox haters, people who don't care about the White Sox, people who just live in the Chicago and know where White Sox Park is, guaranteed rate field. Listen, it's bad. Of course the White Sox are going to be the last team to pay anybody $100 million. One, as you pointed out, there's no one on the team to pay $100 million to. Two, if you listen to Jerry Reisdorf, he'll tell you, I'm not paying anybody any real money. That's, that's where we are. With the White Sox. Everybody just relax. Enjoy the ride. It's going to be a long and bumpy one. Well, no, that's a good question. That is a good question. With the NBA trade deadline tomorrow, did the Bulls' spectacular 129-123 OT victory over those Timberwolves impact your opinion of what they should do in any fashion? What about the talk back from down 23, all the way back from down 23. Can you believe they are now 15 and 12 in so-called clutch games, games within five points with five minutes to play? Do you think of them as that kind of a team? Here's what I think. As far as the game yesterday, as we stated earlier, beautiful contest. Uh, That's what you want at home. Give the fans something excited to be excited about. Kobe White had that just phenomenal circus layup to give them the lead finally in the fourth quarter. Here's what it changed. My opinion that, hey, if somebody comes looking for your players, give them whatever they want for all the assets in the world. Trade everyone. Like I said before, they're still going to be hanging around the play-in spot. They're not going to make it to the playoff spot unless they add, you know, some guys to help them, which would be counter to what they should be doing because they should be blowing it up. Um, Kobe White, that's your building block. Three years. $36 $36 million. This is year one of said contract. Patrick Williams, you're going to get him cheap as a restricted free agent coming back. So, yeah, as far as the trade deadline, though, did you guys see what the Sky did yesterday? That, that, yep. That's what the Bulls should be doing. Right. They should be in full rebuild mode. Kalia Copper wasn't going to win anything by herself. She is a 2021 WNBA Finals MVP. You don't even have an MVP on this team. So, trade everything, get what you can get, and hope that maybe if you don't make the plan, at least you're a bottom 10 team, and now you've got a high lottery pick. Well, I never like to say it doesn't matter what we think, but we had a good quickie conversation this morning in the uh, hallways walking into the studio about <laughs> AK just absolutely loving what happened last night. Because See? See what this team can do? Good morning. All good here. <laughs> That's right, AK. All good here. Bulls coming back from 23 down. But in all seriousness, if you were going to tear it down, and I'm not against that idea, but like, who's who's got who's actually got the most trade value on this team right now? Kobe White. I'm just saying, like, are you I'm saying if you're really going to tear it down, then the guy you should be trying to move is Kobe White, who all of a sudden now can shoot three pointers, seven more last night. Because otherwise, if you tear it down, now you're rebuilding with Zach Levine and Kobe White next year and trying to put some pieces around those guys. 
So which way are you going to go? Because if you're really going to tear it down, the person that you got to trade who has not been mentioned, I haven't heard it mentioned, is Kobe White because he's the guy with the most value on this team right now. Well, they're not going to do that. I'm here to tell you. Yeah, Alex Caruso is probably the defensive guard, probably has the most value on the team right now. Yeah, but, but what do you get for him, well, seriously? Well, by all accounts, they're trying to hold people up. Like, they're they're asking for quite a bit. Ask for the moon. Yeah, sure. they're, they're kind of a Dylan Cecil that, and they're scaring people off. And, and we'll see. I, I, I felt pretty strongly that the Bulls weren't going to do anything at the trade deadline. They were just going to sit. Stand pat, sit pat, I guess it would be stand pat. I got to tell you, I, now I just want them to do anything. I don't really care what it is. I don't really, I, I like different players on the team, but I'll get over it. Make a deal. Do something that makes me, and, and it, it would be what, you know, it would be very bulls if they traded a guy like Caruso who they have on a, you know, nice contract, get value for him. But I I just, I don't understand why they, I think they're in basketball hell. I think this is like the old Milwaukee Bucks of like the 1980s and 90s where you just were in contention but trailing a, a, an opponent forever. And you just couldn't get the pick to get the player to get out of what you're into here. So, Move money. I trade Zach Levine. I mean, I don't know if they can trade Zach Levine. I I would cut Zach Levine. I guess uh, is what yeah, I'm okay. No, I'm joking. But I mean, that's I'm, I'm saying I'm so desperate. Anybody that isn't part of the future, I get rid of. That question remains. You can't trade Zach. No chance. What does news of the Blackhawks hosting the 2025? Yes, we've just started 2024, and we're talking about the 2025 Winter Classic Wrigley Field say about the current season and hopes for the future. Does playing the Blues outdoors speak of the team's growth or having a big box offense singular star? Yeah, they got a a box office star in Connor Bedard. He's a great player. People want to see him. I think people would enjoy seeing him play at Wrigley Field. I think they'd enjoy seeing him play anywhere. I like I look at highlights of his practice tape and I'm like, "Oh my god, he's skating." Oh, look at it. He's, there he goes. And everybody, I think this the answer to this question is the answer to are they going to bring him back? Are they going to bring him back soon? He's got a broken bone and it takes time for bones to heal. So you can't rush the timetable. I think the Blackhawks have acquired a lot of young players. And that team's going to be awful good a few years down the road. I don't know if the timetable has been slowed or changed by Bedard's injury, but I don't see them going out and getting the Marion Hosas of the world so they can win titles. Not yet. I think they got a lot of young guys. They're going to be bringing them up and building a team. And as I said, come back in three or four years, you could be really happy with what you see. But there's no way that they that anybody would want to see this Blackhawk team outdoors unless you just wanted to watch Connor Bedard score a goal. Well, any day at uh, Clark and Addison is a good day. So it, it'll be pretty cool. Uh, it, they've done it before yep. there. Um, I, I thought it was, and this might be blasphemous for somebody that hosts the Fly the W670 Cubs podcast, but <laughs> I thought it was cooler at Soldier Field. 
and maybe it was because it was snowing and it was newer still. Right. But that was a really fun thing to take in on television. This is going to be tricky, though, for the NHL because with the expanded college football playoff, like they're not going to get like a spot all by itself for this game. They're going to have competition, and it's not just going to be like one thing. There's going to be like multiple things in the way. So they haven't officially, at least I don't think, officially said when this game will be played. Traditionally, it's been played on New Year's Day. But this New Year's Day might not work out. But of course, this is all about, it's all about Connor Bedard. And I'll complain about it again, but I'm worried that this is going to get in the way of the Chris Kringle market and all the fun stuff I did at Wrigley for my daughter's birthday. And we, you know, ice skated over there and bumper cars and. If you can't bumper car. If you, you can't bumper, I, I would rather bumper car on Wrigley Field than see the Blackhawks and Connor Bedard play on Wrigley Field. If that means I can't bumper car on Wrigley Field. I think you can do both. That's a that's a very unique perspective. I'm glad we're putting our needs first. Uh, Isn't it about us? Come on. I'll, I'll say I'll say this. Here's what you got to understand. They just did the the, the Winter Classic. Uh, I think it was the Kraken and the the Knights. Mm. And for the first time since the Winter Classic's inception, it didn't outdraw. It wasn't the most watched game of the season. The most watched the game of the season. Guess what? Connor Bedard taking on the pins in the season opener. That's that's the most watched game. So. I think they know what they're doing. You guys are worried about, like, who's playing. As long as Connor Bedard's playing, people will watch. Well, and I, people will I, show up. I and- totally agree. And that that's the question. It's, it's really more about Bedard than it is the team. And I don't think the Blackhawks are going to be good enough to draw a lot of interest again next year because they're building. But, boy. But, but Don't Bedard. you want to see him play? And, and you can and look, there? anybody can win a game on any given day. Like, sure. and like you said, as long as Bedard scores a goal or has like a great nasty want. assist or whatever, everybody's going to be happy. It's outside. It's Wrigley. They're just the second venue to have this thing twice. Joining Fenway, it, this is this is a win-win for the NHL. This was an easy decision. No matter that the Blackhawks just happen to be dead last in points and on pace to have the best odds at a second straight number one overall pick. This will be a pick six. There's your ball game. All right. Do you like the idea of the four-letter network, Fox, Warner Brothers, Discovery, planning to launch a new sports streaming platform in the fall? The new offering will include offerings from 15 networks and all four professional sports leagues. Uh, Does it sound like just another expense or a chance to actually unplug? Well, the way my YouTube TV is set up. Is that? That's supposed to be great. It was great when it was... $29.99. It was amazing. And then it went up to $39.99, and now it's at $79.99. But I have the sports package, so I have all the stuff. You have to, right? But yeah, like that's the whole point. It's like, oh, this was the best combination of things to get all the sports channels that I actually want. So it worked out that way. They're talking about this thing being at minimum $30, probably closer to $45 to $50. And I'm like, Okay, I know you get ABC and ESPN and Big Ten Network and SEC Network, and I'm just trying to figure it. I can't do the math. I'm a great at math, guys. I didn't. I, I didn't take math in college because I was on a full ride and I had nine hours of math credit when I went to college. But this, this is more than algebra. This is how can we make you poor today? I think this this is going to work though because sports gamblers exist. 
and this is tailor made for them. Like I got, I can watch everything I need to watch one streaming service. I'm not going to watch the news or any of these other channels. But for me, the way it's set up, it sounds like just another expense. I'm not going to get it. I'm going to go with my traditional route that already cost me too much money. I'm not spending any more money on this because I already watch everything on the non-sports side when it comes to streaming on the Hulus and all that stuff. So, yeah, it's a good idea for people who all they care about is sports, but it, just, it ain't for me. What, what about, you know, I, I have lots of questions. Yes, lots of que- go ahead. Yes. Let's go. And, and, do I get NBC? Do I get my NBC Sports Chicago with this? Probably oh, I, not. I, I no, no, because they're, they're, they're not it. Right, right. Yeah. So do I get my Big Ten Network? Yes, you with do this? get Big Ten. Network. I do get. Okay, so there, there's asked and answered. Okay, you know. But I always laugh about the cord cutting, and we have this argument even in my own house. Oh my goodness! Okay, like you still gotta have the internet. So you, are you triple playing? Is you, that what you're doing? Well, I'm saying. Well, I'm saying you have. You know, when you cut the cord, you still have to have the internet. So it's not like you're really cutting the cord. Mully and I won't say which service Mully and oh, I have, God. but Mully and I have the same service. I'll tell you what I have. Yeah. I have AT&T, and it includes Max, so that's why like this doesn't even make sense. Mully and I might have the same service as you. <laughs> but but did you know, because I've I've investigated this so you much, have to. is that you you not like if you don't have that service, you can't even get that service anymore. They won't sell it to you. In fact, they're trying to get you off of it. They want you to go with a version of that streaming. They won't. If you were a new customer, you can't get a box or a wireless box anymore. Really? I, I have they, a box. Okay. You, you this is concerning. It, but right. And, and if it and if your box goes down, guess what? That's going to start to be the end of your... They're not going to fix it. They're not going to repair it. At least that's what they've told me. They are begging you to get off of that they are trying to phase that out completely i'll tell you more about it during the intermission we're late but molly's got to answer i didn't i didn't know that 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 is it's scary it's scary is what it is you know you know what's wild so my daughter is in at boston university i'm talking to her yesterday and she's talking about watching something or other might have been the grammys or something and my wife's like, oh, what did, like, how did you guys watch it? Well, we have every streaming service known to man. She's, like, got all these streaming services because it's our family plan or whatever. Right. And I'm like, I, I, I haven't really looked at it, and I, I'm afraid to. But So I have no idea how much money we're paying. Oh, more than that. cable. I, oh, it's so expensive. I watch a lot of international soccer. So, oh, you're done. So I've got Paramount, and I've got uh, Peacock, and I've got, like, another thing that goes to the Premier League only um, from England. And I've got, like, the VPN where I pretend I'm somewhere else to get another thing. I got to tell you, we got so much money wrapped up in all these packages and all these services. We got to cut the co- – we got to get rid of all of them. If this thing – could just give me all the sports, i go with this. And I could get rid of everything else. But that's not going to happen. No, because you still I, need Paramount. You still need... Exactly. It's just going to be an extra expense. The other thing is they're going to they're gonna throw Max in or Disney in for some people. I, you know, all that stuff. i got to go through and figure out how many things I'm paying for individually. I told you. I'm good at math, I could, but I can't figure out this equation. I need a professional. I need someone to come in and fix my life, for God's sake, two 
many apps. Too much money. All right, we got the extra point next. Mully and Hall, we've got Marshall Harris on the score. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. So what exactly is the show about? It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Set up this extra point. It's time for the extra point with Mully and Haw on 670 The Score. What are your thoughts on the coaches in the Super Bowl? Does Kyle Shanahan, regarded as one of the best coaches in the league, need to lead his team to win after losing as an OC and as a head coach in his only appearances? He described the feeling as, quote, heartbreaking. Can he beat the likes of Andy Reid and his offense? D.C. Steve Spagnola and special teams coordinator and former Bear Dave Tobe. Of course he can. I mean, it's possible. Yeah, sure. It's the Super Bowl. Anything can happen. I watch. Growing up a Bills fan, every year I say, "Here we go." Four <laughs> years in a row, we did not go. <laughs> so, it, it, it's possible though. I think I like the Chiefs in this game, but Kyle Shanahan has this is what he wanted last year. He's got you know a healthy quarterback, his guy Brock Purdy that he believes in making. Not even $900,000 a year going up against a guy averaging $45 million over 10 years uh, in Patrick Mahomes. I I, I like his chances. I, I really do. I think Andy Reid's got the advantage because he's been here, done that. Um, but you remember Andy Reid when he was with the Eagles, you know, always the brides. Well, not always, but he, he got to the Super Bowl. He went to five straight NFC Championship games. I, I, I like his chances of making this game very close. I think this is... Probably the best matchup we were going to get. So I'm just I'm just here to see how it plays out. Yeah, I mean, I want a good game, and I think we're going to get a good game. I'm also saying, you know, give me a break. You're, you're really going to give me Patrick Mahomes three times in a row points again? You're going to give me three points in a row again? This is the fourth time we have had a rematch of coaches in a Super Bowl. And guess what? It usually goes to the coach who won the first time. It goes to that coach the second time. So that also is a little, if you're into the trends, doesn't look good for the stud Shanahan. You know, I got to tell you, this guy has been giving me a hard time about Kyle Shanahan since he was what? Was he with? Uh, he was a offensive in DC or Atlanta. No, he was in Atlanta, twenty-eight to three, and and they they got beaten. And I think you said something like he's never going to get a job after that, or he's never going to live that down. 
And I said, that guy's a stud. He's a stud. And I that has echoed through this show since. Uh, he, he is he's a, stud. a stud. He is a stud. He's but, a great coach. But also, but also, yes, he got another job. But thirdly, he is never going to live down twenty eight to three. I, I, That's not going anywhere. Look, I, and I and he, he was asked about it, and they lost obviously in the Super Bowl, and he called it heartbreaking. And I'm sure it is, and I'm sure that. There are teams out there trying to hire guys that he has coached with and play guys that have spent time learning what he does. He's a hell of a coach. Andy Reid and his group, I, I think the, the, the point of this question as I look at it, it's not really about Kyle Shanahan. It's about the idea that you got Andy Reid and that offensive group and the way we know they go about play calling and, and all the – Shared responsibility, and the, it's awesome stuff because the quarterback is smart as a whip, calm as could be, and uh, and a winner. Then you got Steve Spagnola, who saved their season and really has had a, a remarkable year. If you look at what they've done, they won on defense. Dave Tobe, we haven't even talked about Dave. Guy's like the best special teams coordinator in the league. That's a really hidden good dude doing great stuff. So I um I gotta rethink everything now. Yeah. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> we're back to we're back to the starting point. I, I gotta rethink. I, I I love it though because I want my Super Bowl to be good. Okay. You remember uh, the Rams and the Patriots? Yeah. Anything but that. I don't yeah. I don't want that. You remember when the Cowboys blew out the Bills? I, I like the Super Bowl has to be a good game. I agree. It's very important to have a good Super and, Bowl. And, and you start that with having good players and good coaches. I think we can all agree we have both of those components yes. set, ready to go. And like I said, there's lots of good coaches who have never – like Andy Reid for the longest time had never won a Super no, Bowl. No. But he was a great coach. And he, he went to five straight NFC Championship games, and he was one in four. Yeah. And then they lost the Super Bowl. They only won. Now he's gone to six straight. He's got some titles, a couple of rings. Yeah, you think of him differently, and you will think of him much differently if they continue to do this over the next you yeah. know, five yeah. to ten years. All right, three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven. Marshall Harrison this morning for David. We're having a lot of fun. We're going to get to the phone lines at Chicago Sports Radio six seven in the score. He's a stud, right? Molly and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 6-7 of the score. Marshall Harris is in this morning. We're having some fun. You like this music? Well, it's Usher. You yeah, know, I Usher, know. he's I know. performing. He's actually going on tour. Uh, he ends the tour with two dates at United Center. Oh, is that right? Good yeah. For him. I forget the name of the tour, but it's like present, p- future, past. I, I, present, past, future. You know, is that? See, see, Brandon Pryor's got the information. When, I, when, when it slips my mind, he's got it. But oh, Usher, so I went to see him in Vegas uh-huh. for his residency. Yeah, how's Let that? me tell y'all, it was, the man puts on a show. It's like, there's certain performers where you see them maybe early in their career or whatever. It's like, oh, I could see that doing like a Vegas thing. Like, like to yeah. do a Vegas residency, yes. you have to have a certain level of cachet, showmanship, and just, you got to be awesome at what you do. Yeah, you're right. And he's got the catalog to do it. He's still got the moves to do it. And like, so... This was just a very natural him at 
halftime of the Super Bowl. Did I see that he is skating in that show? Oh, yeah, he skates in the show. Yeah. He does a lot of different things in the show. The That's man wild to me. It's like, listen. I, it, yeah, it, he's, he's an unbelievable performer. And did you see his house? He has this house up above Vegas where you can, like, look down and see Vegas and see the shit. I haven't seen that. It's like glass. It looks spectacular. Ursher does things. Yeah, he's good. I can't wait to see him. I'm going to see him at the Loving Friends Fest. I'm looking forward to that. Have they figured that out? Like, it seemed like there was some People complaining, but people, they they backing in. They coming back. Okay. Certain people are coming back. I would say, because I saw, I was like, I... The, the 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 just the list of artists and performers for that in is, one day yeah it's ridiculous i was like i don't even know how this is going to work but you I, know what i find it really amusing that people there's a lot of people i keep hearing that because taylor swift is going to the show why don't they include her or someone who, who says that who I've said heard, that i've heard it i've heard it man let me talk to let those me people. tell you something like he's going to put on an unbelievable show and they say that the draw of the Super Bowl really sells music, and really, why? Why would you want? I, and I, I guess if if maybe you had her do some one of your songs or something, maybe that would you know get you some crossover money. That's oil know. and vinegar, though. That's it. When it's, I think, it's when exactly I, let me tell you something. Right. When I think Usher, Taylor Swift is the la- like that's. Oh no, Brandon, back me up on this. That that that's not it. That's a totally different. That's like like, like instead of peanut butter and jelly, it's like a peanut yeah. butter and egg. Yeah, sandwich. those are two different styles, pretty much overall. With that, that I don't even know how that would work. Yeah, it wouldn't work. But I think the fact that he has this residency, the fact that he has this show when he's about to go out on tour, it's almost like a perfect guy to do the halftime show because. He's already got the show. It's just a question of, like, what songs do you want to squeeze into this time in order to drive the sales of it? They, you make a bundle. They, I don't even know if they pay people that much to do a halftime show. It's, it's what happens afterward After. that's important. I'll never forget when, uh, when Missy came on and the internet explodes Missy Misdemeanor Elliot because they're like, this yeah. new artist, Missy's really going to make it. I was like, I'm old now. Yeah. Because they didn't know who Missy Elliot was. Yeah. Been around a while. Yeah, a while. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Mm. I, but no, I, it should, it should yeah, be, it should be I, great. I'm looking forward to it. It should be a good show. I, I, I absorb the Super Bowl differently now than I did when I was working, working and covering yeah. all that stuff. It's a totally different experience. To watch it, um, I have a friend who always he would shush you while the commercials were playing because he really cared about the commercials. And then you would be he'd be talking during the game, like, dude, you got it all mixed up. Don't, well, what's good? What's great now is that. in this era, the commercials that come on in the Super Bowl, we'll see them all before the Super Bowl actually happens. Oh yeah, they all come yeah, out on social media yeah, and everything. It's kind of funny. Uh, Paramount's got a great commercial. Not not to toot my own company's horn. Or anything, sure, but they have a Paramount's got a great commercial with like John um, Luke Picard. If oh, you will. really, Patrick? Yeah, Patrick uh, Stewart. Stewart. Yeah, that's right. He's in there, and he's like, from my dad's hometown. So, so he's. Oh, really? Yeah, isn't that weird? That that's a little bit. So is James Mason. James Mason. He's so also from Huddersfield. But this commercial, you should if you get a chance, Google Paramount's like new new. Uh, commercial because it's pretty hilarious. 
I, I left. Tua Tangovaloa is in it. Oh, and he, really? And he uh, self-deprecates. He's uh, a good dude. To a, to a high level. Uh, um, that's very funny. Um, I'm. Th- th- is it the sad Ben Affleck commercial? Have you seen that one? He's like he's now sad Ben Affleck because he he apparently looked very sad when he was with J Lo. So he's doing like Dunkin' Donuts commercials where he's very sad. And hey man, get it how you live. That it's, money, so, jump on top of the opportunities. It's just so absurd. In themselves, some I, of this stuff. I love a good commercial at the Super Bowl, and I I do kind of. Like to see how they rank them and all that stuff. Yeah, and we had some bad people years. People are trying. People are trying. We well, had we've some, had some bad we, years. We, we, had, we had like a span, I want to say, of like five years where the Super Bowl commercials just were not up to snuff. But I feel like they've come back recently in the last few years and been, okay, this is acceptable. Yeah, yeah they're working at it. They're working hard for it. Uh, well, they're uh, paying too much not to work hard at it. Like, the, well, that's I that. don't know how much the Super Bowl commercials cost this year, but I'm I'm guessing. I got to tell you, I'm pumped up about the Super Bowl. I, I can't believe it's coming this quickly. And, I mean, as you say, uh, like, I don't want to be around any people because I want to watch the game, and I don't want anyone talking because I want to watch the game, and I want to be able to take These are very specific boundaries that oh, you're I, setting. I am, I, I am very, you know, I, I actually take in a little book and make sure I know what all the key plays are so we can talk about it during the week. Um, and Dustin is insane. He will be sending us notes as the game's going on about different plays and the times of them. And we got to get this, we got to get that. Brandon will be pulling tape all day. But but he does. He goes crazy. And and we've been in Vegas and watched the Super Bowl. That was the first non-attendant Super Bowl. I've been to about nineteen of them. And the first year I didn't go, we watched it in Vegas, and it was like impossible to to watch the game because of all the cheering. It was driving me crazy. Then I realized it was because someone just had a 39-yard run and the over-under was 38. <laughs> so you'd like, there'd be all these people this going where we are. nuts because it's muddy. Like, it's great to be in a casino the, 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 the first prop bet is like, uh, there's something before the anthem now. But I remember like the anthem was like that first prop bet, like oh, how long over-under on the anthem. He's been taping the oh, anthem oh, for you're, years. So you're, you're you're an anthem guy. Well, the coin toss, the, the anthem. coin toss, the anthem. But I, there's I something even earlier now. I, just can't think of, of what it is. I forget. <laughs> one of the ladies singing it forgot a line. Literally oh, yeah. omitted a sentence of it and, and hit the under. And, and like there was a whole dispute. They ended up they ended up crediting all bets. Like if you lost the bet, it was a no bet. If you won the bet, you got your money. But it took like a week to figure out what they were going to do. Right. I think it was Christina Aguilera. That sounds uh, on the nose. There's a limit to how much you can put on it, though, right? I mean, $500. Remember, I'm a producer at the score. I, I wasn't betting no, no. $500. Oh, he, he's saying anybody. Was aggravated. Anybody, there is a limit, right? $500 I mean, on those crazy bets. And that's it. Okay. Uh, so, Super Bowl commercials, I just looked it up because I was curious. Uh, back Super Bowl one, $37,000. Now, $7 million. <laughs> For 30 seconds. That's $233,000 per second for an ad in the Super Bowl. I mean, listen to the score. But you're, oh, get, you're getting you're it. getting 100 million viewers when you do it, though. Think about that. Pretty good. 312-644-6767. It's Molly and Hall. We got Marshall Harris having some fun on the score.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.